2: Bye, Nadine. Yeah. yeah. He's got no job His wife left him to be with his boss (laughs) It's funny though, he busts his job He's got nothing to do all day So he starts drinking at like 2 o'clock He's one of those guys, right?
3: This week on
2: my podcast, The Metal in Me, Jess Fafara talks about being managed by Sharon Osbourne and the days with Ozzy and his new Devil Driver project. We also talk about probably everyone knows who this guy is. He's a pisser. You know, in your life you go, this guy's a pisser. We talk to Gene, who in my life, he's my pisser. And... If you like the song, He's Gonna Be a Dick Tonight, he's all part of it. And by the way, we have the premiere of one of the songs from my album, He's Gonna Be a Dick Tonight.
4: Enjoy. Enjoy.
2: The man that calls with no caller ID—he <laughs> is Des Dude, do you realize? The man. Do you realize you could have become anything with that name? That is—that is now batting Now budding. Number eleven. Number eleven. Des <laughs> I, I now, I, I now grant you the king, Des It's such a. Hey, I'm gonna go
3: with that, man. How are you today,
2: Jim? I'm doing great. How about you?
3: I'm doing killer, man. I'm doing killer, and yeah, my phone's been coming up with no caller ID because, uh, like the king that that I'm supposed to be, I dropped it in the water a week ago. Oh <laughs> no! That's... Yeah, so I'm kind of wait. I'm waiting on the new phone right now. But while I'm doing all, all the press for the record, I really can't get rid of it because people have got all this this number and everything. So
2: well, it kind of feel didn't it kind of feel good, Des? Though where. Isn't there a little part of you by day two where you're going, you know what, I'm really glad I don't have to hear from this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad. You know what, I gave my number out to a little too many people that I really don't want <laughs> to be in
3: contact with. And now you got I'll an excuse. Honest. I'll be honest. I mean, you know, you know music, man. And, and here's the thing. When, when artists make, make music, make records, we sit with it for so long without playing it for anybody but our family and friends that the first people that get it, is often you know journalists or podcast people and stuff, and then you start getting feedback. So no, I'm actually uh, open to it. I'm like, oh, here comes another call. You know, I hope it's another ten out of ten. I mean, because this record's getting incredible reviews, so it's been it's been really cool. But I hear what you're saying. Uh, sometimes like the record cycle will die out. Yeah. And like you know, and like a year later, I'll get a weird call from some number, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like okay I remember that like you know that was someone I did an interview with or whatever you know but yeah. It's, it's oftentimes yeah man
2: so you're also going on tour because I I've been talking with Jamie Jesta I hate breed so you're I think I'm gonna come see you in uh New Jersey at the uh ballroom what is it the Starland Ballroom it'll be oh, uh,
3: Starland. it's a great man and they redid that place it's so badass now I love that place. We, I have love great, love we have great we have great shows there you know yeah, well, you're they, welcome up on the bus, man. I'm gonna have some good herb and some good wine, and you're welcome up.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I don't
3: know. I don't know if you're like a sober cat, and I just blew it, or if I just no, invited well, the party into the room. <laughs> no, no, no.
2: We're we're all we're all good. I will see you that evening. I look forward to that.
3: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. I'm looking forward to it, bro.
2: You've been tearing it up for a long time, man. A long time. Now this uh, this album, Trust No One, right? This is the Trust No One tour. Yeah, Trust No One coming out May thirteenth. What's a, what album is this for you?
3: What number? This is number. This is number seven for Devil Driver, but number uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, or twelve for me. Plus, with I mean, right. Plus with soundtracks and all that stuff. I mean, probably in the you know in the mid twenties. How
2: do you? How do you, it's, I just. You know we 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 just did our my first record ever, right? And I okay. And I'm just blown away. I have a whole new fascination for musicians, and just your whole process of coming up with song after song after song, and still not so much that, but even even me with stand up comedy, I every year right. every year I got to try to put out a new hour, and I got to keep putting myself okay, so, out so, there. So
3: so so to me, uh, to me, I can't believe you can do that. So. I think they're one in the same, Jim, you know, like, how do you do that? How do you write a new skit? How do you do something relevant? How do you do something that's going to touch the minds, the hearts, the funny bone of people? How are you going to touch on subjects that may be hard to digest, but you're going to put it forth in a funny way. So people get a different light and they start looking at it. Like, I think it's the same thing musically for me. I'm like, how am I going to put out another record and make it something different? Which, if you're a Devil Driver fan, you know that all of our records sound different. We have a signature sound, but they're all so much different from each other. So that's not the difficult thing. I think the thing is like, how do you put out something timely, and how do you, how do you really come in and make a mark? And I, it's the same thing with you and doing comedy. I mean, and every year you got to put out new skits and come up with something. I mean, dude, it's it's difficult. Uh, here's the thing, and this is really like, it's almost like cliche, but for me, it's not. It's like if you love what you do, right? It's not. And if it's not working, you love what you do, it comes easy. So I don't want to say it comes easy for me, but once I sit down and do the process, it comes. I mean, much like I'm sure what you do, you're like, yeah. okay, I got, a t- I got a time limit, I got to get this done. You, you sit down, you go to write, and it's like, it probably just pours out of you, right? I mean, I would imagine it does.
2: Yeah, no, well, you, you nailed, you got exactly what I was looking for. I was I was feeling you out, Des, and you said exactly. I, can t- <laughs> I was, I can tell who's really passionate and into what they're doing, and you love still what you're doing, and that that's where my fascination comes from when you're when you're that far into it, and it's not just because I, I know other guys and they make you know they make good money, and I know other guys who go, "Well you know we have to do this and it, it's a drag and they'll put out something good and they are like yeah, we're gotta go on tour Sounds like your energy is still. That's what blows my mind. I don't think people understand is when you got that passion, it doesn't matter. Oh, uh,
3: right on, man. I appreciate. it. I mean, check it out too. Look, you got to be into what you're doing. And then, I, I, I first time in 20 years, I really kind of took some time off. Okay, from Devil Driver. And I've had time off with my my wife. I've been married for 14 years. We've been together 18 years. And I've wow, got, you're well, I a got warrior. That's a marriage warrior. You no, know, uh, a little <laughs> acknowledgement <laughs> right there. A little yeah, acknowledgement. Hey, uh, if you ever want to. Yeah, if you ever want to do another show on life lessons through uh, through marriage, like, get me on. I could teach motherfuckers some shit. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
2: I'm going to take you up on that because we are going to do a whole Marriage Warrior segment on this thing, which I do. So I'm marking uh, dude, you put, down. Yeah, marriage you know what? Yeah. Warrior. Because you got to be 15 yeah, and in. over. I'm in. All right, good. All right.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I'm in. But look, here's the thing. I think you just... Uh, you kind of got to surround yourself w- w- with good vibes and love what you do. And, and, and if you love what you do, then you're going to do it a long time. Um, and I enjoy, I enjoy the touring. I really do enjoy the touring. I've been home long enough now, first time in a long time where my, I'm totally recharged. My guitar player said this morning, yeah, my batteries are recharged. I was like, that's exactly." Mm-hmm. That. So I'm looking forward to the touring and I love, I love putting out new music for people. Um, And I love being in the metal genre. I've always listened to aggressive music, Jim. And I don't know, like, when is, like, okay, this is great conversation. Like, what's the first aggressive band you found? Because, like, I found early, like, 60s psychedelic stuff through my parents' record collection that no doubt when you're hearing Steppenwolf do Born to Be Wild, that's aggressive music. Then I found, like, punk rock. Then I found, like, motorhead. Then I found metal. Then I found – so I've always been – I've always loved aggressive music. What's the first aggressive mm. like, scene or music that you started listening to? Was it metal?
2: No. Here's my, my sister was a full-blown hippie, and I was only five years old, four or five years, and I, I was just reflecting on, on this. She, I, I would always go in her bedroom, and I'd beg her to play two songs for me. And the one song was Foxy Lady by Hendrix. And so that and I was only I was only four or five years and she'd and she like, Yeah, Jimbo, dance, Jimbo, wee yeah. and now I realized she was pious snot. Yeah, look at my little fat brother dancing. And then um and then uh uh Credence roll rolling down the river when they did that. Rolling roll those Oh dude, my parents had, my
3: parents had that record, dude. They were all about that Credence and Steppenwolf and Three Dog Night and Doors and like that's like where I cut my teeth on music. i I remember coming home, like just like my friends would be like, "Cool, are we gonna play in the backyard?" Or you know, are we gonna like you know, are we going what are we gonna watch on TV? Or like I'm like, we're all gonna listen to my parents' record collection. Like what? <laughs> right. You know, it's like
2: it's, so, see, we're like around the same so, age, same age. Well, no, I think I'm I'm way older, but some people don't realize about our generation is you, you. It's not like today you got downloading and all that stuff. You got um you, w- w- back then. And you didn't have a lot of time to yourself to listen to a radio unless you were in your parents' car. So you really didn't start discovering music on your own where you can have a Walkman or something like that to you're about, like for me, it was uh, it was like 13, 14, somewhere around there, 11, 12, 14. And I went, oh, and I'm, I was experimenting stations. And I know this sounds crazy, but the first thing that lit me up was um, Foreigner jukebox hero and what else? oh
3: no but what i was working a bond that's the weirdest shit my wife just looked at me like that's the weirdest shit i love that tune jim and and and
2: and, and the thing that got me was the the chug (laughs) down 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 and i don't know absolutely and then the song that blew my mind and i would hear living i loved living after midnight but i didn't know what Judas Priest was, and I didn't realize they were late. And then the, the, the actual song song, the song that changed my life, um, that, that I finally married metal was um, You Got Another Thing Coming. And oh, that, that was my, this is the way I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my life. It's short-lived. It's
3: and then that yeah, you remember the video? I mean, I mean it's just like dating us. Like remember the video? <laughs> yeah.
2: And the and the blow the guy's head would blow up and the pants came off.
3: So rad. So <laughs> scary, dude. I mean, you know it's, what's funny, I know I know you probably met Rob too. He's one of the nicest cats you've ever you'll ever meet. You know what I mean? The first time I got turned on to Judas Priest, my parents sent me to church camp. Like they were having like my mom and <laughs> They were, like, having all these p- intermarital problems, like like I was a scapegoat, so they sent me to church camp. In the back of this bus on the way to church camp, this Baptist church where, like, literally, like, dancing was, like, illegal in the school. This kid is playing Judas Priest in the back, and we're all, like, flipping out. And this this other kid grabs a tape and puts in uh, Sabbath. And I was like, okay, this is just, you know, and then, you know, you start getting turned on. You start getting turned on to music. there. That's I've been right. an aggressive music fan my whole life, man. Me I mean, too. I mean, let me, let me,
2: cool. Let me tell you something, guys. Stop to me. to me. Let me tell you something. It was actually the Metal Gond myself that i started putting out the vibes and i knew you needed to be saved and yet i knew that you needed to exploit that energy and to bring that metal aggression (laughs) out in you and i'm so proud that you're doing that especially with the devil driver
3: (laughs) 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 so great (laughs) i love it yeah man i love i love that dance
2: Oh, uh I so think. priest and uh, and then and then that was it. And then it was that MTV. I remember watching MTV and then that exploited me to everyone. Um uh, it was Unchained by Van Halen. It was ACT, it was Metallica. Someone said Oh that, yeah that's what someone hit me and they said listen. My neighbor said, Listen. You're not going to hear this on the radio. Put your headphones on and listen to this. And that that brought me to another level. The whole there was for whom the bell tolls is the first thing that ging, 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 ging. And I I thought I almost I th- I went through my paneling wall from losing my mind. And that <laughs> and it's funny, Des. Um, I here I am. I find myself 48 years old, going to be 49 in June. Three daughters, okay. married twenty three years, and you can't get my ass out of a seat or get me to get energy in me unless I still hear that music. I
3: uh, uh, congratulations. First of all, congratulations on the daughters and the marriage. That's amazing. People don't say that nowadays. Twenty three years. So I'm 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 clapping for you. But thanks. yeah, man, like I I don't think things are going to change. I mean, I still go to my parents' house, and they're you know. They're jamming what they were jamming. Right, right. Yeah, man, and music is part of my life. I say
2: say we're the first generation that's going to be about 85, 90 years old, and we're going to be in, you know, with our Depends sitting in there, half-soiled, and and we're going to be going, put on my goddamn music, and... (laughs) And play, a, play, play ride the lightning <laughs> that's right and we're gonna wow. that's right and we say right. here we go this is your oldie station here's here's creeping death by metallica bringing it back to nineteen eighty. you're
3: not gonna you're not gonna believe it at early bird dinner they were playing ride the light
2: <laughs> <laughs> everybody join in the in the hall for the wheelchair mosh pit hour
3: <laughs> but here's the thing too, our generation was like hooked on cartoons and
0: That's now look
3: true. what's going on now. I mean, it's like come on. It's like not you know, it started with the Simpsons and That's like right. look at Family Guy, I mean I could go, you know, American Dad, you could That's go right. on forever. That's right. So uh people started to realize, oh yeah, you know, this generation loves humor through animation and they're putting it everywhere and I dig it. I totally dig it. Yeah, so, it's yeah, man, I, I I've freaking been a music awesome. cat my whole life.
2: Amazing. Yeah, man. Um, hold on one second. So I want a I want to, I, here, I brought bro. I brought someone here they want to ask you a question fascinated and uh, okay hold on say is it is it him yeah yeah you want to say hey, hello is 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 this is this this is Ozzy. it Ozzy how you been <laughs> how, how, how is everything Everything's good.
3: I've been great, sir. You're the king of everything.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no. I, do, I want you to tell Jim what it was like when Sharon was managing you. And don't feel bad that you got to say anything good or bad. Just go go tell him. I'll, I'll go take a seat. Thank you. Okay, Thank absolutely. You. How was that, dude? How, how? I'm fascinated by that. Like, tell me. You were managed by Sharon, right?
3: Absolutely, right. So, how does that go down? Uh, we... Well, we we started off in Los Angeles in a scene that was completely dead from hair metal scene. I mean, dead. People weren't even going to shows, man. Like, even bands like Korn were like bussing people up to their shows in Los Angeles because they weren't from there. Cold Chamber came out of there selling out the Roxy and the Whiskey and, and all those killer clubs. Yeah. And from there got invited to do the first OzFest. And after our, it was an early afternoon, mid-afternoon set, we had Ron Jeremy come up and introduce us. Like, it was a whole scene. And we, after the show... Uh, Sharon approached me and said, hey, come over here. I want to have a talk with you. We ended up talking for a couple hours. No,
2: wait, 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 wait. You say this so... I, I know you've been doing it for a while and it's, it's all in the past. At that time in your life, is this like the break of a lifetime? I mean... for
3: your, Okay, so yeah. Okay, so check like, this it out. Is this
2: my like, SNL? Like, I just got SNL. Okay, you just got okay, OzFest. I, yeah. Is it like that?
3: Right, bro. It's like run away from home, come from a violent family pass, sleep underneath bridges, get in a band, start selling places out. Now what? Sharon Osbourne is like having lunch with me. Jeez. Going, like going, hey, I like your band. I want to manage your band. Like, it was an unbelievable moment. Absolutely. Like, yeah, and I've been in it for a while, so I don't want to play it down. So if we're playing it for the listeners, it was a holy fuck, what is happening here? This is a turning point. We're obviously doing something so different right now. There's there's So are you are you up.
2: shitting your pants when she goes
3: come, out, come over here? Well, I, I want shitting. to talk to you. And you go, Yeah, okay. yeah shitting. Shitting, dude. And then <laughs> then that night before I left, she gave me a huge chrome heart bracelet worth I mean, more money than I had made in the last three years. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, and it was my. before we even had before we had the record contract, even
2: now let me ask so, you this: Yeah,
3: getting her in our court was getting her in our court was incredible. What bonded us yeah. really strong, Jim, is yeah. the night after that Ozfest, we were cruising to Texas. We stopped in Arizona real briefly, like bus drivers do, and our bus driver died. <gasps> and woke up. We woke up the next morning, still on the bus, going, "What's going on?" To all these corner cars and everything outside. And I had called her, and our manager at the time told us, "Just you guys, just stay on the bus." We'll have somebody come take the bus, drive you guys, whatever. And lights and stuff were going off and on on the bus. Like crazy shit was happening. We were like, we're going to get off here. What bonded us was Sharon was like, get the fuck off that bus. I'm sending you another bus. It'll be there in an hour. Like, wow. Get here. And yeah. And her just getting behind us like that bonded us out so hard uh, that it was, it was so, it was just killer, man. It was killer. And it was killer to be part of, you know, part and parcel of that family in and around that family as everything was going on with them. Uh, Sharon has a huge part in, you know, the fact that I've been married 18 years. I introduced my wife Anastasia to her at a black Sabbath gig backstage at the forum. We rode there on Pantera's bus. I was staying in in LA. She came to visit me and uh, we got on Pantera's bus, rode into black Sabbath and introduced Anastasia to Sharon. Sharon was like, I love this girl, she's the one, and we've been together eighteen years, so that woman knows a little something about love. well i st- r- what oh. it,
2: what it seems like, and I've talked to other people that ran into Sharon. It seems like she is such a um a caretaker. It seems like Sharon Osbourne right. is one of those people, and I'm wondering was it was it your music was your persona, was it you where she was just like, I see something, I want to help this person.' I want to help there. I, I, I keep hearing more and more and I'm just, I'm fascinated by that. And I, I don't know if enough people know that about her or about them. I mean, people know it's Ozzy's wife and she's management and a brilliant, but I don't think enough people know that. And I'm starting to hear that more and more. That just fascinates me. Like, um,
3: no, if you're, if you're in, if you're in or around her family or if she's known you, like, I mean, the last time I saw her was in London, like a year ago. I mean, it was like nothing but hugs and, and actually tears from both of us, like, saying hello. I mean, here's the thing with her, man. She is a beautiful person, but I'm attracted because she's a strong woman. Like, I'm attracted to strong women. You know, like, my mom predominantly raised me on her own, in and out of stepfathers, this and that. Like, I've watched, you know, my my wife bring up our children, all boys, you know. You know, and I'm attracted to strong women. And she is definitely that person. But she's killer. And what attracted her to me, I don't know. I don't know if it was the band, then then or me as a person, uh, or me as a front man, but either way, um, just yeah. to be linked with them, and then to go and do a song with Ozzy as well, was an, unbel- an unbelievable moment in my life, Jim. I mean,
2: <laughs> tell tell me know? about that. What? What's the first, like, I, I'll tell you, even, I've only got to come across a couple of my heroes. You know, and Ozzy is one of them, and I have, I, I had a very minor, it, it didn't even count, it doesn't even count, I'm not even going to bring it up. But, you know, guys, like I got to do a duet one time on the radio with Halford, and and Brian Johnson yeah, did a song and and stuff like that. But when Ozzy, he come he comes to you, like how does that go down? I know you probably told him many times, but just for me, tell for nephew Jimmy, how does how does that go? What. What's going on? How does this formulate? Whose ideas? I mean it
3: starts out it starts out by the band kicking back and, and, and going, "Look, we want to do a cover." And at, at that point, right then. Uh, a lot of people were doing like eighties covers and stuff and bringing that into metal. And of course, you know, we all came up on some of that music too. And then we won't deny it. I listened to a lot of different stuff. Right. So it was like, look, I heard that he's a big fan of Peter Gabriel and so are we. And mm-hmm. I've always loved that. Song, Shock the Monkey. It's like, and I, I heard the riff, like change I heard it heavy and it was right. like, we can do that. And so, so we, we uh, asked uh, Sharon and, and she hit him up and he was like, yeah, I'm totally down. So, I mean, it went from, hey, let's do this. The next thing you know, you're in the studio uh, and you're doing a, a song with the guy. I mean, look, I've, I have still not changed to this day whenever I meet my my heroes, right. which definitely, like, those are the words you use to describe right. the people that we've just been talking about. Uh, and it's incredible to think of the times. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, people always say, Des, you should write the book. And I'm like, let me wait till later because I got more experience. But now doing podcasts and, and doing talks like this, it's almost like, yeah, what about the time we, like, landed in London in the rain and Ozzy's assistant, Tony, who's, like, one of the nicest guys ever been with in, like, 50, 40, 50 years, like, picks us up, brings us to the house outside of London, and we come in to, like, Ozzy's making us eggs and making us breakfast. Like, See,
2: that's... How... Th-
3: th- that's you know, little like, how stuff you,
2: that's uh, ridiculous. That, that, that's the even, stuff I want to hear. <laughs> you can't
3: quantify it. You can't quantify no. it. You can't quantify it. Like... You, you can't pay me enough money to make the experience good. You can't quantify it. you can't no, no. you know what I'm saying. You mm-hmm. can't offer me any goods to get or to get rid of that memory. Um, and, you know those are the things over the years.
2: It's amazing, des. Um, and make sure you check out Dez with Devil Driver on tour, supporting the new album out there with Hate Breed and Devil, you know um, even the things I've done in and an age that I'm hitting at, I'm realizing more and more and more it's little moments. It's not even just selling out a big place or I sold this or I, I'm the cover of that. It's what you just said. I had eggs. Ozzy made me eggs. I went, I went, I went camping with this one and we talked to five and it's, it's making those little memories, man. It's so, it's so cool. You're a delight to talk to, man. Right on, right,
3: right on, bro. And you know what? If you have that idea in life, right, then you get it. Right. So it's like, we I can do, you know, festivals overseas in front of a hundred thousand people. But like that next night I may play, you know, three hundred seat or somewhere, you know, in Slovenia, who knows, and have like the best show of my life because every little moment I think should count, man, for sure. And in rock and roll, in a journey like this, like I Jim, until I'm like sitting back talking with you about these kind of things, like I don't like I can't look I can't look back and recollect yet. I don't right. have time for that. You know, right. like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that shit. Like we should do that like ten years from now in a rocking chair with a bottle of wine and a big bag of weed and we can recollect. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I don't got fucking I don't got time right now. I'm like I'm either somewhere with my kids or on the goddamn treadmill trying to keep up with the twenty year old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
2: How old are your kids?
3: Uh, my kids are 18, 21, and twenty four. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I've got an eight um, or a seven-month-old granddaughter as well, named wow. Sophia. Wow, Sophia, Sophia, Maria Safara. You don't tell me like wow. you're going to invite her on a sun- You're going to invite her for a Sunday pasta for sure.
2: I was just going to say I will. I will taste <laughs> any dish that woman makes in my, just by the name. of am soul She. You should brand that wow, name see? and open up restaurants. Are you kidding me? That that's your <laughs> ticket. Holy crow!
3: <laughs> there's no you way say, you're gonna you lose I with that said? one Des <laughs> dude I told, I told my son I said as soon as she's old enough she learns how to make the carbonara <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> that is awesome well dude I'm gonna come check you out um, June in uh, the Starland Ballroom it's right in my backyard I'll come say hello I can't wait to hang out I loved talking I don't wanna eat up a lot of your time this was nothing but a pleasure and I wish you nothing but success health love and life in all your journeys and um Thanks for calling in and being part of my uh, podcast, bro.
3: Oh, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, brother. And and have a good one, man. And and, uh, rock and roll, man. Live in the light and be positive. That's what I've always been about my whole life. So it's a pleasure to talk to you, bro. Yes. And I'll run into your jersey. We'll have a good time. Just look. Just come knock up on my bus. I'll be up there. So just come walk up. It's all good.
2: All right. You got me. And I'll get you for the Marriage Warrior stuff. Have a good one, Des.
3: Oh, how fun. We're going to have a good time with that one. Take care, brother.
2: Bye Very cool conversation. Mm-hmm. What a what a yeah, what an eclectic, cool, positive. Isn't it amazing, Mike? How you get bands like Hatebreed, um, D- Devil, you know, Devil Driver, mm-hmm. and they're the most positive. A guys, married, You would think this guy is a complete mess if you were just on the outside and you don't know anything about the band, the music, and he, he's he got nothing. He's not sitting there going, yeah, man, I'm going to you know, roadies and I'm you know, tear their asses up. It's just his wife married that year, positive life, kids, life is good, beautiful life.
5: Yeah. It's not the same as it used to be.
2: No, it's really not. It's like, I don't know. It's just they different, different love, world. I think they love these, these bad, they love the aggressive. He said it, Dad said it. I love the aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and if you're not, if you're not into it, and this is how I explain it. Like you, you're a very mild guy. I would never know that you're really into ultimate fighting.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's the right.
2: difference if you're into this really violent sport or in the past or into boxing or right. just something violent? And that's what this music brings that a lot of people can't comprehend or wrap their hand around. They just see, oh, evil, dark, uh, just, oh, God, it's gross, it's dirty. It's, it's really not. They're yeah. just finding a form and a way to vent aggressive. Mm-hmm. In a- it's
5: also becoming more normal, like... Yes, you like horror movies or something. It used to be like the people who like horror movies are like, but now everyone just likes a yeah, good you're horror
2: like, movie. Yeah, yes, I like horror
5: movies. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. no, I like action
5: films. And you don't get judged so much as much as you used to by, right, what your interests are, because right. Yeah, it's it's so cool that I think like the musicians or rock rock stars yeah. are not necessarily phony anymore I agree They use, it used to seem like everyone was trying to be a rock star now everyone's just like yeah everyone can kind of see through that now
2: yes so now oh, you're right like in the 80s like a we grew up they tried oh yeah they, there's 40 girls and they're uh, farting Yankee Doodle and they're sticking needles of Jack Daniels mm-hmm. up their arms just to say we rock right yeah and they go, are you guys nuts like yeah. hey, what are you doing where these guys they just they're great musicians mm-hmm. and they enjoy playing a style of music that's yeah. really it yeah. It's pretty sick. It's great. Yeah, it is pretty great. All right, man. Cool. Okay, let me give Gene a call because I, we need someone to be a play by play type announcer when we film Thrash this weekend. Oh, he'll be great at this. He'd be amazing. I, I'm trying to think who'd be great. Like, first of all. <laughs> Is he going to be there every day? Is he there team? I don't know. He'll be there Saturday.
5: Okay. Let's get him.
2: Call my friend Gene. What What are you doing, banana? What's up? Get out. I got something to run by you. Yeah. Um, are you coming out? Are you coming out for the video shoot?
4: I don't know exactly what the hell I'm doing yet. Because um, uh, you know, Phil's busy, so he's not going to come out. He's got a... Um, um, Daniel's going to St. John's for uh, you know a walkthrough or whatever. Sure, if he wants to go there, sure. He's got that that day, uh, you know. So he's like, oh shit, what time is it? It's uh, Twelve. So I, either I got to come out with the whole, thing, you know, with Mary, or I, you know, got to figure something else out. So well, got the one call in the room.
2: Well, if you want to come out, with Mary, you're more than fine to come out with Mary. That's no problem, and you so could, I, and you could sleep over. That's entirely up to you. All right. You, you
4: want you to yeah, I could do that is it three of you um yeah most likely yeah yeah if not right. if, if, I don't know if she's got plans to stay over a friend's house but if she does if she does she don't, she don't
2: yeah that's fine that's fine yeah. unless you don't want to man if it's a hassle don't worry no about no it. no
4: not to. at all okay. I, I, I was interested in coming out anyway and I got you know some other shit I wanted to run by you I got some tape there's another thing I you have to um I bought a, a GoPro oh and so I've been taping a little bit with a GoPro, but I'm going to bring it into work tomorrow. I'm going to tape some shit tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to bring it into... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All
2: right, because that's, that's part of what I wanted. I was The more I was thinking about it, two things. One, just filming you, and especially if you had a GoPro. If you want to keep a GoPro on you, that would be huge. The other thing is we should do... I told I was talking to these guys we should do on the podcast sort of like... A play-by-play person it doesn't have to be play, but someone constantly talking about what's going on whether they want to like you 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 i i see but, no one but you going all right first of all there's, there's 500 people in that garage <laughs> it's ridiculous they're trying to run around man whatever it is i just like I'm, I'm going how we get we should really so listeners can listen to this and start going and 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 take the journey, like all right, they're filming a video right now. What's going on? And you see the behind the scenes, like oh my god, here comes some. There's no way these guys are gonna be in the video. What? I don't know, you know what I mean? You do your own little. He's not making home. a
4: cut. He's not making a cut. <laughs> he's
2: not <he's laughs> getting any film time. He's not
4: getting any film time. He's not any film time. <laughs> Let's focus on this other
2: guy. <laughs> all right, so let me That's
4: talk. you the only guy with face on your mother, up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you made some videos and you sent them to me, and I gotta and I gotta go on the Dropbox. No, side. well,
4: I got I, got, I only uploaded one right now. I just wanted to see how it works. Got um, it. You know, because I I share files with my dad with that Dropbox. So, but uh, to get it, you have to like take the uh, accept the invitation, just like I guess it like Facebook. Got it. Got so it. Once you send a thing, and then I can send more or whatever.
2: Okay. All
4: right. Good. You know, I just I said I just bought the camera like last this weekend. Okay. I've just been messing around with it. I got this fucking thing that goes on top of your head. So <laughs> oh, I, yes. I want to see how people will react because people will like a look at it. And if they look at it, it'll be fucking weird. But they also have this chest one, which re- might be able to hide it more. Oh, so yeah. I got to see, you know what I mean? I want to yes. fuck around with it and see exactly <laughs> how it <it'll> what. <work. laughs> right.
2: Awesome. All right. Good. Perfect. Um, I'll call you tomorrow. We're filming uh, stuff tomorrow. And then the big one's Saturday. And a little bit of Sunday. So let me talk to D. I'm pretty sure we're cool. And uh, yeah, it, it wouldn't out. be a problem. All right.
4: All right. Sounds good, man. All right, man. Take care. All
2: right. So there we go. We got our play-by-play guy. Mm-hmm. And if we start getting videos from him, forget it. This is going to be so funny on the on the TV stuff. Uh-huh. So freaking funny. <laughs> <laughs> People have no clue. No clue how freaking funny this is. Oh, we're is. all going to get ripped apart.
5: <laughs> Torn <laughs> to pieces. <laughs>
2: You already know what you wear. You know what you're wearing tomorrow. I'm just doing normal. I'm just so I, right. I'm wearing my shirt like I did in the on the cover of the album.
5: Yeah, I might just wear something like a brown shirt, something plain, and not these. Yeah, buttons.
2: pretend we're going to rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then it shouldn't be too long because then I'd be able to release you guys early, and then I'll do my indoor stuff. Oh, okay. Like close ups and all. That. It's garage. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to look that amazing, right? Yeah, I think he said he's doing a bunch with. Oh, you might
5: put some, uh, like... Outfits. Yeah, and the, but in some of them, you might want to have us behind
2: you when you do it, possibly. Um, no, what I'm thinking, too, is if I don't do... If I do the outfits, um, I may do it just in my house in my foyer. Okay. Where you don't need anyone there. It's just me imitating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You should be doing it in the bathroom mirror, <laughs> like, to yourself. Or That's, yeah, it's got to be, like, that simple, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or else it won't be funny. Like, staying with the band, I don't I don't think the psych gag is as good. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Or actually, even with an outfit. I don't know. Unless it's, like, you know, Brian Johnson, you put on a hat. I think it should be the subtlest thing. To Me, show too. Like, anything. Angus, I'll do his obvious right. face and kick and... Um, I love his imitation Hal- <laughs> I love it It's so fucking funny Halford, I'll do the big screams And uh, um, Dave Mustaine I'll deface James, yeah, yeah, yeah um, I mean, there's a bunch more in there Yeah But, but whatever I wouldn't, uh, I, whatever, we'll see well, What do you think?
5: The Dave Mustaine
2: yeah. I don't know why It's so funny What?
5: For some reason Every other impression is like I can't even pinpoint why yeah. Every other impression is like oh, it's, it's funny It's yes. The Dave Mistone one Yeah I almost think it's insulting to him
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why It's just because it's angry it's, it's just because the
0: lip. <laughs> yeah, it's the lip. But
5: there's nothing insulting about it. No, it's just. But for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just, it's, 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 that's all I got. It's the only thing I pick up on him. You know, he's he doesn't even sound much like that anymore. It's just the one song. <laughs> well, look at like James, like yeah, uh, yeah. you know, going yeah, 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 yeah. Like boy, I mean, he doesn't right do that anymore Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's just finding the cartoony over the top thing and with dave mustaine it's the (laughs) the the what do you you mean what do you mean yeah what are you talking about well that's all yeah alex
5: just texted me dave mustaine on parenting what do you mean you didn't do your what do you mean you didn't
0: do your homework What do you mean it's not on
5: time? If we get him to do something where he could just be disciplining kids.
2: (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) You may be honest something there. If he's the teacher. Oh, God.
5: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean you didn't know your history?
0: (laughs) Tell me, who's the first president? <laughs> of the United States of, of the United, United, United States, States of America, America.
2: huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> or Lars Ulrich is a teacher, <laughs> dude. Tell me, what are the what's the Eastern Europe nations? Huh? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> dude, that's pretty. When we get our Muppets like that that's be, great stuff and too. And that
5: could be like a it could be like rock school, but rock it's school. <laughs> This is the school. real school of rock. <laughs> They're really teaching. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real Who's the president?
2: Who's, Who's the, the principal? Tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the president Keith of the United States, American, nineteen seventy-eight?
5: <laughs> <laughs> they go to English class the first period. Huh? It's like Dave Mustaine.
2: <laughs> no, I, no, wait. They go to a history. Today we'll be learning about the World War Two. <laughs> And all the guns that started it or It was just complete <laughs> madness, I tell you madness. Who's the head of the
5: metal of rock school? Who would be the principal? Is it Ozzy? I think so. But, I, but he doesn't sound commanding enough for anyone to listen to. Maybe Halford with the with With the screaming part? Or you get a... like kinda like the ship where you get he disciplines you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unfortunately you're in detention <laughs>
5: No no, 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 not attention. <laughs> right,
2: right. Put the ball in his mouth and tie him up. <laughs> Do you like bananas?
5: <laughs> oh, that, could whole, that could be a whole show. Just That's a TV a show. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Do you like bananas, do you?
5: <laughs> Everyone's just in fear of getting... I <laughs> <control.
2: laughs> <laughs> can't really hear what you're saying. Maybe you should have thought about that before you handed in your test. <laughs> the, the, having a...
5: Uh, what's his name? Lars, too? Lars is just like the... He's the, like the, the older brother that's like,
2: Huh? I huh? see him more being intellectual. Like, just uh-huh. going and literally teaching a class. <laughs> yeah, right, right. He's really smart. Right. Because he... Right. Dude, back in like... <laughs> it, I think it was the that's, 60s... That's a stupid the- question you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys would pay attention and understand right. about yeah. the whole evolution of what went on in this whole European <laughs> thing and kind of change the whole scope of right. where America finds itself today and where capitalism is compared to like a, a socialistic state. Right. Are you guys with me, Hulk? The, the best thing is kids sign up for the school and their
5: mom bring them to the school of rock and they come and it's all like metal kids. And they come in and they sit down and it's like, alright, you're gonna sit there, you're gonna like think just. You yeah. sit over there.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. David Stace should be a substitute teacher. <laughs> Today we're gonna learn history, my wife! <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> But that's
5: not how that's not how Mr.
2: Headfield does it. <laughs> hey, dudes! Today we're gonna have some fun. Yeah! Get up! Move. Oh,
5: I thought of, <laughs> Tommy Lee. I want Tommy Lee to have Tommy Whoa. Lee
2: pay <laughs> No, he should be. Wait, a Tommy Lee should be a substitute teacher. <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys usually do on Thursdays at 3 o'clock? I think... I say we just go out and hang out,
1: huh? Hi, this is Maury Morland Morrison, here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Geico's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone. So you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. (gasps) Joe, what's up, Hammer?
6: Yo, how we doing, guys? just popping Uh in. I basically we were, came in to say hello and goodbye, I guess. But.
2: We're kind of the same way. I mean, we just wrapped up and then we started laughing, riffing on... School, like, school, school of Rock. School of Rock is really like Dave Mustaine going, What do you mean you didn't do your homework last night? <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> tonight, tonight we're going to learn about the uh, era of the World War II and when all metal and the machines started their rage against totally. humanity. Yeah. And the real rage began rather than what they teach you in the book. It's all about the industrial revolution <laughs> to him. <laughs> hey, and here to teach us about the industrial revolution, <laughs> Mr. Rob Halford, the <laughs> metal god himself. <laughs> <laughs> These techno seeds we first planted have grown a mind of their own. <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh my So god. we can just find each guy and what class they teach. Yes. Let's just. That's a great freaking sketch. That could go on for episode and episode two in the show.
2: Dude, this is. Well, I'm getting a warehouse. This is done. This mm-hmm. is great. <laughs> yeah, We're doing this amazing. freaking episode. <laughs> 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 we talk about it, then film it, then you watch it. You mm-hmm. hear it, you hear it develop, then you watch it done and, and watch it. So, we,
5: me and Joe are talking about is when we do the show,
2: do we. TV show? Yeah. Yeah. The.
5: I picture it that in the bits. Yeah. You do it and yes. you hear us cracking
2: up yes. as you do it, right? Yes. It's not like no, you no, no. do it you and know, we this is this is like uh no, it's not it's not polished like an SNL right or but this has got to be raw hanging out. Right? You could do it 5 times, but Correct. each one you're changing it so Correct. we are
5: dying. Yes. we just right.
2: it's gonna it's gonna be organic and we're having fun. I yeah. mean that is not it's not done anywhere right because that's what I was thinking it was like, and we gotta getting... start filming this stuff too yeah well uh,
5: Alec Joe you have a GoPro I have a GoPro. Alex has get, a GoPro I have a GoPro too if we get
2: three we could set them all up and we'll just start up. filming every time we're yeah. hanging out
5: yeah and Alex said he'll edit it all together just put it with this <laughs> great and we could just put it on YouTube or something
2: well we got we're in talks with, with kind of cool stuff and if it all works out it'll all just find a really nice place to be yeah uh, that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. Is so, all right.
6: <laughs> yeah, Alex editing, uh, video editing, another uh, job that he has He's done everything. It's madness. <laughs> he, he came up to me, uh, I guess it was six, seven years ago at this point, and was like, look, I'm trying to get into video editing for weddings. Can I uh, put together uh, your wedding footage? And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, I was like, uh, sure, that's great. Yeah. Um, All right, let's. What
5: what were you? I want Joe to tell you the story about the the uh, play Alex. this is years ago. It's he told me the other
6: day. It is so funny.
2: Alex was okay. Wait,
6: wait, wait. wait, wait. So, uh, well, the the whole point of um, Alex actually doing the um, the my wedding video was we gave him the stuff, and again, he was doing it for nothing. So I didn't care really what the outcome was. But the whole time he showed me the video, he is. I wish he was here. He was on like his like. Hmm. He was like sitting on his hands, excited about the whole. Couldn't thing. wait to show you. Yeah, and even while it's and even, end, while it's and it. even okay. while it's going on, even while it's going on he's like he's still like excited he's like okay wait just wait you know he's like doing all that he's like smiling I'm looking over and it's fun it, it's cool it's cool what he did really cool there's you it was and the toasting yeah and the whole the whole the show, dance and um <laughs> he's getting he's getting more excited what happens <laughs> so what happens is at the, the place that we had the wedding um was in Queens and it one of the things that they offered is this boat that they actually take you this giant like three story boat uh, that takes you to the for Statue dessert. of Liberty for dessert yeah. and back. Like, so it, it was awesome. It was it was it was a great it was a great place, it was a great time. We got treated like gold. But all of a sudden it gets to that part of the wedding and I all of a sudden hear Love exciting and new and I was like He-he, He plays the love, he boat, plays the love theme boat theme over us being on the cruise going out to the and oh. he was like, do you love it? Do you love it? It's the love boat. You get it? It's the love boat. That was, was, his, big, that was that his, his big closure. Wait, tell,
5: and you can do this really quick, because he told me this the other day, and I was like, he wants uh-huh. to tell me the story. And when he got to the end, I was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even understand. Like, yeah, I don't understand why this
6: is so funny. But then
5: when <laughs> Joe explained it to me, I was like, just
6: you have to tell. Okay, so... I wish he was here cuz I just want to see if he even remembers but um so uh a couple of a couple of years ago I um I actually got picked up to do this like uh this this tap show bring on the noise bring on the funk that Yeah yeah that was is the, the tappers from that did their own like traveling show and it was this other show and I was in it and um I always studied uh, uh like not necessarily theater or anything like that I have no clue what that is but like classical drama from just from my classical history background so Alex came up to me approached me he's like hey I know you're in this show for like uh you know like a a show that you're doing the music for and I know you have this background he's like I want to write a Broadway show and I'm like all right you know it sounds sounds fun to me you know whatever Alex you're into it and um and so he's he's like he's like well here's what it's gonna be it's gonna be about Godzilla and I'm like, <laughs> awesome, right? I was like, that that's freaking great, right? Yeah. So so I'm like, and this is before my dog. This is this was more than ten years ago, obviously. This is before, uh, but he knew I loved Godzilla too, and um, so he was like he was like great. So I was like, okay, let's go to this place. We're just gonna meet and we're just gonna brainstorm. We're just gonna write stuff down that we think. All right, so I'm sitting there, and we we start going, and Alex has this scene. It's this awesome scene where he's... with. Okay, it's going to start in a control room. All right, what we need to remember is that we're in this control room, and the fallout from the nuclear explosions in Japan is basically the concept of Godzilla, where we've ruined the Earth, and this is the horror, this is Earth getting back to us. He's getting all philosophical about it, and obviously if you watch Godzilla... You, you, you get that and all that stuff. And so he's talking about this scene, and he has these characters set up. And I'm just, I'm just like, throwing things into it. It's like, oh, okay, this should happen with this guy when they come in. You know, he's like, and all of a sudden, the big general walks in. So I sat there, and I was like, I was like yeah, when he walks in, he should take off his hat. And to show he's crazy, we're gonna, I'll, he should have uh, aluminum foil on his head. Like as in the aliens can't read his mind. Like I'm just like trying to crack like this joke. Oh my And he was like and he was like, "No, that's not going to happen." And I'm like I'm like, "Okay." I was like I was like, "All right." But I was like, "Why? It's just a funny stupid thing." And he was like and this is when it just like the the brakes <laughs> screeched to a halt. He was like, "No, no, no. This play is going to be serious." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was like, so did you ever Godzilla? say Godzilla, the play is gonna a Broadway play is gonna be serious I was like,
5: What's Godzilla gonna look like? You know what? Yeah, what and how big what, what are you just gonna see his feet? Out?
6: Exactly. Is it gonna be one giant? Or you foot? just hear him? Yeah, like <laughs> Like like, 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 like,
0: like, like, like all you see is a shadow. Yeah,
6: I'm, like, I'm like, <laughs> uh, like, are we just going to paint, like, a giant Godzilla foot on the, um, on the Back. curtain and have it just come down as if it's stepping on it? Yeah. If it's stepping. Like, like I was like. these guy's with the rope. <laughs>
2: yeah. We need the
6: Godzilla stopping. What about that? What about that can't be funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, so how are you going to portray Godzilla? It, like, when he comes out, you don't think the whole crowd is going to start dying laughing no matter what it is?
2: Yeah, or, or is he coming out in little guy outfit?
0: <laughs> oh, you yeah, have
2: people in little half-midget outfits where, they, where they're where they on their knees. Everyone's small and Godzilla's a normal person. Dun, 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 dun.
6: I was just like, I was. I was like, why did you get... Like, did you think I was going to write anything serious in the first place? Like, I don't think I'd be capable of doing that. But wow. it, was, it was so he's fun. far out
2: there.
5: It was It was, hyster- it was he, like that's the thing that's good about him, though, is that he,
2: he he'll just go like he just
5: go like, how about this? And you just say no, and he goes, all right, how about this? He says, how about this?
2: He's locked and loaded. Yeah, he's always just like I'm going to yeah. bring this up to him. <laughs>
6: You should say and you have an idea.
2: Serious. Yeah, I'm gonna have an idea. Oh, that's awesome. If I want to do awesome. Godzilla. He might
6: not remember it. He might a, not remember it.
2: as a play. This- Alex, I got an idea. Don't tell these guys. Idea. Yeah, I, I don't want them to know because they're gonna take it like a joke. <laughs> I think. <laughs> but you- I just watched when my daughter. I was watching Godzilla vs. Megalon. <laughs> Did you ever see that one? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. I thought, what a... No one's ever thought of doing this as a
0: play. (laughs) But serious. Right.
2: And I mean, like just... We were all emotional after we watched it. Yeah, like we were really taken back by like, if you think of the seriousness of a Godzilla (laughs) tearing up life. (laughs) And so I want to, and and the, and the how this poor thing came from a nuclear project, right? So and he'll make a statement, and people leave there going, "Wow, it's more than just about Godzilla." No, you
5: should do it in front of us, and then Joe could suggest the thing with the tinfoil, and you could say, "No,
0: <laughs> no, this is serious,"
5: and you could just shoot down, and you and Alex, Alex will be like, "I thought of this years ago."
6: Let's, thought, <laughs> let's see if he falls for it.
5: <laughs>
2: Let's see if he falls through when he gets here. I'm all in. This we is went great. to
6: like this park. Like it was like this only happened once. Like that's it. We do we because we went to like this park and I was just like let's all just be in this cool frame of mind and we'll yeah. just just like everyone just talk and we're gonna I'll just write it all down and so on and so forth. And <laughs> when he said that, it was like <laughs> it's like. <sighs> Yeah, it's like, <laughs> flat tire. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this isn't gonna be funny. Like you were setting up the whole thing for it not to be fun. Like I was just like, I was just looking it's a for a love like, that story.
2: One- <laughs> yeah. It's a serious love story. Godzilla
5: gets in the way. We could ask you how you can portray Godzilla, like me and Joker be Like I don't. How is that not going to be funny? You like save the world. We're just gonna. We'll pull down a screen as one
6: right, like yeah. and we'll pull another screen as another How will you leg? ever show him? Like, how will you ever show, you him
2: show him Godzilla? and not have the
6: crowd dying right. laughing, no matter what it
5: is?
2: He's like, always in the far distance. <laughs>
5: right, right. Or in people that you never see him.
2: <laughs> You'll never see him. Or you know what? You know how we do them? Every once in a while, people just run across stage.
5: Yeah, right, right. It's like Doing Jaws. You only see the... You see a little piece <laughs> yeah. of him. And you, the they
2: always just talk to him, but you don't really see him. Uh-huh. I love
5: it. <laughs> you see a giant shadow, and people
6: are like, no. Right.
2: The music, dun, dun,
6: dun, dun. <laughs> right, right. Like um, I, I also was like, then. I was like, wait a minute, should we? I was like, what if? So I, I was like, my other idea then though is to actually have it so that some of the people talk, but their lips don't match what they're saying, like in yeah, the movies. And, and he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is serious. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think they should do the whole play like that. <laughs>
6: totally. <Exactly. laughs> I was like trying to write down all these... Cre-
5: you have someone off-screen talking and the 1st on off-screen has to try and say it with it?
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the whole movie? I love it. We're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that as a sketch. Totally. We're doing Godzilla, <laughs> the, the Broadway play.
0: <laughs> oh, we could do the feet with right. the screen.
2: <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I will have a fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> see, we, it like Up- stays with hairspray and like the old days in a lighter. And all you see is more. <laughs> it looks like a flamethrower.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's Godzilla! When David goes, well, how are we going to show this? We'll just be like, we'll just get a right. steam or something yeah. like that. we <laughs> will <That'd> be fine. <laughs> yeah,
2: hairspray and enough. a lighter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll right. just put a lizard's
6: face past the curtain. <laughs> right right. <laughs> we're going to have Dave climb up a ladder and just be directly off off to the side <laughs> spraying lighter and just be like oh no Godzilla
5: <laughs> that's uh, one that we could actually act in because it doesn't have to be yes, good it,
6: we all have to no! act in it <laughs> the worse it is the better right, yeah.
2: <laughs> more emotions Mike please <laughs> no Okay, let's do this again. (laughs) Perfect. Remember, you're frightening, you're about to go on fire, (laughs) and he may step on you. Okay, let's take it again. And the scream will be off with the lips. Right, totally. Ah! Wait for the scream before you open your
5: mouth, please. (laughs) That scream's done. And are you still Or <laughs> <laughs> You already start walking away, and the scream starts up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then you start screaming because you hear it.
5: <laughs> uh, all right, this sounds like yeah. Fun. That's why we need a warehouse. We just we could do this right now.
2: Nah, well consider that done.
3: And now here's be a dick tonight, off of Songs from the Garage by Jim Brewer and the Loud and Rowdy. You can pre-order that album now.
2: was pregnant.
1: Run to Old Navy right now to get up to 50% off store-wide. Stock up on all of Old Navy's best-selling style faves, like tees from 5 bucks, dresses from 12 bucks, and jeans for the family from 15 bucks. Plus, get up to 75% off clearance, but you'd better hurry, at these prices Old Navy's style faves are sure to go fast. Run to Old Navy right now. Valid 113 to 122. Select styles only. Clearance valid through 122.